rising good people and welcome to Bad Thought Therapy. I am Sheree Hardy and if I said thank you a million times, it would not be enough to express the depth of my gratitude. I'm so thankful for everyone who is listening, anyone who has given me feedback and been encouraging. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you're a first-time listener, um, you can email me at badthoughttherapy at gmail.com. If you have a question, comment, or you would like to have a conversation with me, it's very easy because everything is audio. So that's badthoughttherapy at gmail.com. So today I want to talk a little bit about time. I'm going to title this episode, The Truth About Time. And I was inspired because yesterday, um, one of my customers was kind of sharing his story. I meet so many fascinating people. I tell you, I would never have met them as an educator or probably um, just being at home, being a writer, full-time writer. So I know that all of this has a purpose and I would have, I just never thought about, okay, in business, the people that I would meet. Um, this gentleman was getting books for his niece. Um, he had asked like a week ago or two weeks ago for some books about money for children. So I have a couple that I highly recommend and we got some, saved them for him. He came back and we started talking and he shared that he had been to prison. Um, that was one thing and he had a lot to, you know, shared a little bit about that. He had had some struggles. Um, and then he mentioned that the person he was getting the book for, his niece, was actually his brother's daughter. His brother had been murdered. So he kind of had a lot. He has a lot to share. Um, there's a book in him, definitely, and I hope I can get him for a podcast. But he basically <clears throat> said something that I thought was interesting. He was saying, you know, he'd done a lot of bad things. He didn't go into a lot of details, but he made a decision, an intentional decision, that he would use his time to do good. He would try good because he had always he had already tried a lot of evil and that had gotten him, you know, in a lot of pain and trouble and prison and all that. So he was going to try good. And he did. And now he uses his time for good. And it was just a reminder you know, for me, and I'm on the edge of some people would say morbidity <laughs> because I'm, I have a hyper awareness that tomorrow is not promised to me and that I only have a certain amount of time. And I've, I've been like that since I was very young. I'm almost 60 now, but I always kind of had that. Like some people, it just seems to me now looking, you know, from my window that they're not thinking about the fact that time is going to run out on this side for all of us and that because our time is limited because we need to be mindful that time is not promised to us we need to take the time that we do have and use it to do good and good can be on many different levels you know your good can be on a big scale and Good can be on a small scale, just as something as simple. And he talked about this, how he might just give a smile or give an encouraging word to a person because he had been homeless and he had lived in different situations. And do not underestimate the power to take the time and just be encouraging to a person. 
just to smile, not to be nasty, not to be, you know, so impatient that you, you know, every little thing, you know, bothers you or you can't, you know, you just, just be mindful of that. And so I want to talk about time. Um, and I also, in, in the background drop of that, I was thinking about what is happening in the world. You know, I don't watch the news every single day, but I do live with my eyes wide open. I'm very aware of different things that are happening in, in right here in the city where I live and also in the nation and in the world. And there are a lot of people who take their limited time and they use it for evil. And this is not new. This has been historical. Um, and I and I think about that scripture that says, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Because I believe that when people really understand that their time is limited, that they would probably be a better steward of it. And I'm just thinking about right now, you know, I know that there are other conflicts other than Ukraine, but I'm just thinking about what has happened in Ukraine. A, a man, basically a single person saying, I'm going to lead people to invade another country. Now, the first time this happened in history probably won't be the last time. And I marvel at this because I keep thinking, okay, why? You know, this is this just doesn't make any sense. Maybe there's something that I'm missing, but you've been given time and that person's time is up. The time is near. It's coming to an end. We all have a limited amount of time. We don't know how long. We don't know when, not to be morbid. But the thing is, is when you deal with your mortality and you understand that you only have a certain amount of time, I believe it should make you aware to use your time for good and to use it wisely. Here's some things I want you to think about. There are 1,440 minutes in a day. What are you doing with that 1,040 minutes? Is it to be nasty or is it to be kind? Is it to be encouraging or is it to be negative and judgmental? The choice is yours. I talked about the gift of choice and we have a choice. What are you doing with that time? Is it to help people or is it to hurt people? And you know what? I have this dream in my mind. I'm an optimist. And a young man once said to me, he said, you know, your optimism is almost detrimental (laughs) because I just have a lot of optimism. I would love to see something that's never happened that some of these people who have hurt other people would just come out publicly and say, I have made a mistake. My time is almost up. I have done great evil. I regret it. And while the little time that I have left, I'm going to use every moment of it to do something good. Wouldn't that be an amazing example of transformation and the possibility that we do all have to turn from evil or to stop doing bad or to stop doing something destructive and do something that builds and that is constructive. Can you imagine what would that be like if a, if a world leader or some leader of a nation said that or some terrorist leader came out and said something like that? That would be so empowering. 
it would be so encouraging. And for those of you who believe, keep praying for that. You know, I have to watch my thoughts and because sometimes I can, if I can see evil, you know, I might pray like, stop it, you know, but I need to, I, I change my thoughts. Like before you stop it, you God, because all powers in your hand, you still have a chance to change this person's heart. You have a chance that this person can still be saved. I know some people are like, I don't believe this, but based on what I've read and studied, it's possible, thinking about the example in the Holy Bible of Saul, who later became Paul, the Apostle Paul, the writer of many of the epistles in the Holy Bible, he was first killing the people who were following Christ. And he had a supernatural moment with God, with the Creator, with the one who made the the sun and the stars and the planets that we know about and those that we don't. He had a supernatural experience with the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ and our Heavenly Father. And he changed. And he went from being someone who persecuted Christians, and that's just a term for anyone who followed after Christ. The word has become sort of different now, but originally that's what <clears throat> that word really meant. And he, he changed. It's possible to change, and that's what bad thought therapy is all about. We sometimes, and I don't know if we can control our bad thoughts, but we can control what thoughts that we allow to settle in our minds, what thoughts we entertain. You gotta know how to kick these thoughts out and know how to rebuke these negative thoughts. I don't, I'm not so sure where they come from or where these dark thoughts come from, because I'm not even gonna get that deep in psychology. But nevertheless, one thing I do know is that you have the power to control what you allow yourself to meditate on and we got time and you gotta you gotta use that time too to work through your thinking because ultimately all thoughts end up in some form of action and so you have to take the time to think it through you have 86 for 86,400 seconds 86,400 seconds in a day are you using it to work on your goal, something that you know God has put inside of you to do. And you've been putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, it is so painful to see, because this happens a lot, where people die with all their beautiful dreams and goals inside of them because they were trying to wait on the right time. And I'm not saying to be foolish and just throw caution to the wind and say, hey, I want to do something. I'm just going out and doing it. I don't know if that's the way. You have to make that connection with the one who made the stars and the sun and the moon and the planets that we know about and those that we don't. You have to make that connection so you will know and get wisdom on what to do and when to do it. Because time is at the essence. We only have a limited amount of it. It is not promised to us. 
And you have to live each moment trying to do good and to do what is pleasing to God. Can you imagine God looking down, looking wide, and seeing people from the time they wake up, from the time they go to bed, all they're doing is strategizing how to destroy other people. That has to grieve our Heavenly Father's heart that, you know, if you got time to think, but instead of thinking and meeting with people to figure out, okay, how can we transform this into good? How can we turn this evil situation around? How do we make light in this dark situation? Instead, they're using the time to plot and plan to do evil and to do more evil. It does not have to be this way. And you know what? And again, I just decided I was going to change my prayers. Not just pray for certain evil things to stop, but to pray that before they stop, that the people involved, that God will touch their heart and pierce their hearts and they will do something that, you know, we didn't get to see with Idi Amin. We didn't get to see with Stalin. We didn't get to see with some of these other people. In the end, it was a bad end when their time was up on this side. And I dread to think what it would be like on the other side. You know, and I've talked about this before. A lot of people don't have peace because they don't have power. And the way to get peace is when you make that connection. And I I have thought about it and thought about it and thought about it, that peace is the greatest blessing from God. I know people who have good health and they don't have peace. They have money. They do not have peace. They have nice things and they don't have peace. And they have power and they still, incredible power, and they still don't have peace. Because if they had peace, they wouldn't be trying to find a way to dominate and control and to hurt others. And you cannot get that peace unless you are connected to the the Almighty, God Almighty, the one who made everything. And he made people good. You wonder, you know, how do you, when a person is born, and there have been many, I've been in many discussions about this, how they're just born evil, you know, or do they become this way? Are monsters made or are they born? And it, it all relates to time because it's about what you spend your time and energy doing. And it's just like a plant. And I'm a, I'm a person that has a lot of plants in my house. If you don't feed a plant, it will die. If the plant needs sunlight and it doesn't get it starved from sunlight, it will die. If you feed yourself with evil thoughts or sexual thoughts or whatever thoughts that are causing you to do bad things that hurt yourself and others, those thoughts will grow and they will be magnified and they will lead to an action that will ultimately not only cause pain for others, but ultimately for yourself because our time is going to run out. And that is why we need to count our days to learn how to number our days. While we're here, we can only do so much. Time is limited. Um, and, And I think, you know, not to sound morbid again, but when you face your own mortality and you realize that your time is going to end, 
in my mind, you live a better life because you understand, okay, I don't have this much time. I don't know how much it is. It could be 60 years. It could be 100 years. It could be 90 years. You know, again, I was just one of those people, and I don't know why I had this hyper-awareness that time was very limited to the point where I used to actually, you know, study lives. Like, I, I don't know what it is about the biography. Even I would read, you know, back in the day when the newspaper came out, when you had the physical copy of the newspaper, I would read the obituary first. Like, what did this person do with his or her time? We have a certain amount of time. And I don't know who's listening, but if y'all can get a word through to some of these world leaders and let them know that their time is at hand, but they still have a chance to get right with God, because as long as you're on this side, you can still get right, that our God is merciful. And I know that's going to be really, that's going to blow some people away, like, wow, they did all this evil. But there are examples of people who have done great evil. And if they don't get right with people, at least they can be right with God. If they don't get right with the world, all that matters if they get their heart and soul right with God. Because I'm going to go back to Descartes, René Descartes, the French mathematician and philosopher. And y'all know I was a French teacher. And at a certain point in my career, because I taught in the inner city and I taught a subject that, and if, you know, let's be honest, it wasn't needed. It was more like enrichment. It was a requirement to graduate. World languages were a requirement. And I wanted to make my topic interesting. And so I kept looking for ways to engage my students. And what I started doing was I started teaching them about people. And I would teach them about French-speaking people. And then I would use that as a springboard to teach other things. So like Rene Descartes was a mathematician. I could say a little bit about math. He was a philosopher. I could say a little about what is philosophy. You know, I would make what I taught connect to a lot of different subjects. And that would engage the students. And one of the things I learned from Rene Descartes, and I'm paraphrasing, this is something that everybody needs to never, ever forget. He said something like this after, and I talked about this in other episodes, he had a, a miracle happen, basically. He was an atheist, and he had this miracle experience where he knew he should have died in this carriage accident, and he didn't. And he said something like this, if I believe in God, and die and find out I was wrong, I have lost nothing. But if I don't believe in God and I die and I find out that I was wrong, I have lost everything. Some of these world leaders may not believe, but I wouldn't take that chance. And if y'all can get through to them, somebody can get through. That's just, that's my optimism again. That's that, that crazy optimism. Somebody can get through because the time is at hand. And before they take their last breath, wouldn't it be nice to know that they had that peace? Because there's nothing like the peace that you can have when you're connected to God. Your life may not be perfect. You may not have a lot. You, you may not, you know, you may go through difficulty. Having a relationship with the Creator and not having one is not... Um, is not there's not a lot of differences. The difference is, is that every time you go through something, you find the life lesson in it. You're able to find that treasure in your trouble. You're able to find the opportunity in the obstacles. You're able to find the message in the mess. That's the difference when you walk with God. 
because our time is valuable and it waits for no one. It is moving. I got up this morning and this is like my third time trying to do this. The enemy tried to get busy and I was like, no, I am going to do this podcast on time because I know somebody is going to listen and realize and going to self-assess what have I been doing with my time. And like this gentleman said yesterday, he uses his time for good. He spent his time, and I forgot how many years, in prison. And he said he did not ever want to go back. He didn't want to be this time used to, to be in that situation. Ladies and gentlemen, time is lost and it will never be found again. Once that time is lost, so use your time for good. Sometimes just use it to smile. I did an episode on smiling. And use your time to bring joy to others. But you know, when you when you focus on and have this awareness of how your behavior is affecting others, you really just bless yourself. Because when you smile, you feel better. It's better for your health, but you're also blessing someone else. When you can say a kind word, when you say good morning, you're making an affirmation. Good morning. It'll be a good morning. You'd be amazed what it would do if you would just speak to a person. Good morning. Hello. Grand rising. How are you? And mean it. And just listen. Use your time for good. We don't know how much we have. You don't want your last days or last moments on this earth to be doing what doing something evil. You know, fussing, cursing, sinning. I'm not going to go down the long list. But you 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 know, I just recently heard something and it was this was interesting. Um my pastor I was listening to him on YouTube and he was saying how somebody that he knew um was being raped, somebody that he grew up with. And her grandmother had told her, somebody had told her, just call on the name of Jesus. And she started crying out to God. And her rapist died in the middle of his rape. That's how he spent his last moments. That's how he spent his this time here on earth. He died raping her. We don't want to die doing something evil doing something that is displeasing and grieving God's spirit. Y'all get through to some of these leaders, some of these people in the street, some of these people in different countries. Get through some of these. You can get through. Get through because time is going to end for all of us on this side. But we can have peace when we are connected. And I know there's so much of the unknown Um, When I lost my sister a couple of years ago, I did a lot on, uh, I started researching death, like pre-death phenomenon and after death. So I was just like, I was just trying to understand it. I really was dealing with it. My daughter was a little concerned and I kept, you know, and one of the things I realized is that when you are connected, I'm convinced that I have nothing to lose and you have nothing to lose by having faith in the same God that made the sun. Do you know that the sun is perfectly placed? I read this. I gotta find where I read this, but it was so beautifully done. I was reading my morning devotion and I came across this little message and it was about how the sun 
is perfectly located where it's not too hot and it's not too cold. Now, you know, you know, man didn't make a car right on computer that won't break down. So, you know, there's a creator. Connect with him. Because when you connect with him, he will give you wisdom and guidance on how to use your time. And if you're not sure about how to use your time, you can go to him. And you can go to him. And you can keep going until you feel that peace that only he can give. A peace that surpasses all human understanding. I am convinced that while these people who just seem to focus on evil, I don't know what it is, they still have time. If they still have time, they can turn it around. They can turn things around because when they're gone, all people are going to do is talk and write about the evil that they did with their time. What would it, wouldn't it be nice to say, yeah, they did all this evil, but they paused and they took the time to do good and try to turn it around. And to people, it may not matter, but to God, it is everything. The angels rejoice when a person is lost and then they become found, found in him. You guys, it is not too late. If you still have breath and you still have time, a little time in you and life in you, we can turn it around and start praying that prayer because I had to watch myself. <laughs> I was like, I, some of this stuff needs to end. You know, I was watching, watch so many African movies and I'm just a fan of these African movies and some of these movies expose things that we wouldn't know about and we wouldn't see because we're over here and I know we have so much but we have to pray for the world too and I just started praying and praying and praying but I have to start to pray that these hearts will be turned before their time runs out so keep this in mind you guys there are 1,440 minutes a day in a day use that time to show gratitude to be grateful to do good things, to think good thoughts. You might can't control the thought that pops in your head, but you can control the thoughts that dominate in your mind and stay in your mind. Kick out negative thoughts. It's bad thought therapy. I'm giving you some therapy now because when your time runs out, you don't want those moments to be doing something bad. You don't want to be shouting, cursing somebody out or hurting somebody in a very evil way and your time runs out like that. Mm -mm. No, no, no. Again, time is limited. Live each moment. When it runs out on this side and you've done good, you could hear the Creator say, well done, good and faithful servant. You want those to be His words. So I hope this message wasn't too sad. I hope it's encouraging you. I hope it just puts a fire, ignites you to think about your time and take some time to think about what you're doing with your time. Sometimes, you know, we're just so busy moving because we're in survival mode. We're trying to pay the bills. We're just trying to stay alive. But I have learned, and I got to do an episode on that. We got to take time to pause, pause and reflect and self-assess and most importantly 
consult your creator and find out what are you doing with your time so you don't waste it. And I just talked about that in an episode. I'm, you know, I start praying like, God, what is your will? I've been trying to get you to turn your hand and do what I think I want to do. No, what do you want me to do? Because I don't want to waste any more time. Because I've wasted a lot of time. And I don't want to waste any more. That prayer might change your life. Well, ladies and gentlemen, peace and blessings to you. May you use the 86,400 seconds of your day to do good. If you don't know how, just get God's help. He's here and available for you. Have a wonderful day. I'm Sheree Hardy, and thank you for tuning in to Bad Thought Therapy.